How we doing, everyone? Welcome to Golf Subpar. We are coming to you live from Boston at the 122nd U.S. Open, and we're here at Barmore. First off, thanks to Barmore for having us out. Thanks to all y'all for coming out as well. We got a very special guest in the house. We got our man Roger Steele sitting right here, fellow Doers Doers guy. Hey, the man, cheers, Doers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Here we go. Touch me. Cheers. How about this golf? Did you did you drive this golf cart here? Uh, no, not yet. You know, I got a couple hits on the license and they just trying to make sure that it gets here safely. So I, I appreciate them for that. Perfect. Well, tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Doers because they've been a great partner of ours and I know they're a partner of yours. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole gist has been I've been on a mission to grow this game. You know, uh, I think that everything that golf stands for is something that everybody in the world could benefit from. And what we saw was there were a lot of parallels between the growth that needed to happen in golf and the growth that needed to happen in scotch. And, you know, Doors was on board with, with giving me a, a bit of a leash so I could get out there and spread the word and, and encourage people to experience scotch the way that they wanted to. And it's been a great partnership. We've been doing some great things, uh, spending time with a lot of diverse communities and, and making sure people love this game of golf and they know how to love this scotch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ways to drink this Doors here, right? It goes down many different ways. What's your preferred drink when it comes to doers man dog i mean i, I just been exploring at the crib you know uh i just you know i, I just turned into a little mixologist of riding sorts all the rides exploring hey, riding all the rides it get crazy in there sometimes you know but no we came up with a drink called a looper which was something that i wanted to develop you know so we do a little bit of doers a little bit of sparkling apple cider uh you know a little bit of lemonade and it's you know it's, it's my it's my jam it's my jam but you know they got the lemon wedge now though the lemon wedge? The lemon wedge. You Tell know, me about it. You know about the lemon Big wedge? Twit. I don't. I didn't know about the looper either. You know, Come on, baby. Y'all not preparing for me? I thought, I thought I you that said, was like your custom I thought creation. you said I was special. You are. You, you, are. you have your own drink. We don't. <laughs> yeah, dude, we don't got anything, man. <laughs> no, so we got, the, we got the lemon wedge. So we got, you know, some Doors, Doors 12. Got some lemonade. Got a little bit of club soda in there. You know what I mean? And so that's like a real refreshing take. And I think that what we're seeing is it's a lot of very you know, light and summary ways for us to enjoy scotch. And I'm, I'm with it. I'm is with this, all of it. Is this after golf or during golf or both? It's actually like a little bit of both, bro. And I'm really trying to figure out the balance. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it's like this, this, uh, this scale, you know, my performance versus my doers intake. I'm mm -hmm. trying to, I'm There's still trying to calibrate. Yeah. I'm trying to calibrate. Well, let me you tell know? you, you're going to have to figure out your mixture because you have a big event coming up. A, a 100 hole hike at Sweetens Cove. For youth on course. Yes, I do. First off, tell us about that. First off, you crazy for trying to walk 100 holes in one day. And first of all, y'all get out there and donate, baby. We got we to gotta raise money. We got to save these kids. You know, I know this is probably not the right forum to be talking about kids, talking about doers. But, you know, you can drink and still help the kids. You it's know? for the kids. It's well, for the, the more, kids. Yeah, it's the for more the they kids. drink, the more generous they get. Exactly. Drinking some doers and go donate. But, no, so, like, youth on course is an amazing organization. And what they do is provide access to kids. Uh, they got 1,500 courses, I think, nationwide. And kids that are members of the program get to play the course for $5, you know, oh, wow. so play all day for $5. And I think that it's important that we give kids more opportunities to develop an organic relationship with the game. And youth on course is doing some amazing things. And I'm going uh, to, you know, sacrifice my body and, and go out there and hike this 100 holes. You know, one of the most athletic things you could do as a golfer, though, really, is, is walk 100 holes. Like, we really don't put our bodies to any challenge. So I figure, like, speak for yourself. I'll take your, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> God. Colt and I are more than that. 18 hole drive. That's our, that's our deal. That's what we're doing. We can barely get around yeah, half the I time. I play nine and he plays yeah, nine. Yeah, play here. We tag team. <laughs> we got to tap but out. But if, if people want to donate, 
how do they do that? Yeah, you could go to, you know, go to to my bio on Instagram. So just go Roger underscore steel on Instagram. It's going to be right there in the bio. Uh, they could click on there and donate very large amounts only. Please. Thank you. We have to save the kids. I will send you a bottle of doers. Uh, you know, but but yeah, you can go there or you can go to Youth on Course. There's a lot of hike sites, a lot of really cool people nationwide that are doing this. So just just pick somebody to support and, and just make sure we get these kids access to go. You're doing a lot for the kids, you're doing a lot for the community, but you're also doing a lot on TV. I mean, you're everywhere right now. So you're at the PGA Championship. What do you got coming up and where are you trying to go with all this? Ultimately, what's the what's the goal? Where would you like to see yourself? I wasn't prepared for no deep questions. This I is thought, philosophical. I, I thought we were going to keep it surface level. <laughs> Tell me more about the looper. <laughs> <laughs> Sleaze is known for his deep questions. I get thoughtful, bro. You get thoughtful, bro. But no, but like, I think that the, the whole thing is making sure that I continue to stay true to the mission. And my whole orientation is making sure that people feel like they have a place in this game, uh, making sure that kids feel like when they look at golf, they see themselves and they see a future here and that they want to give time and energy to this sport. I want like more adults to not feel, uh, you know, conflicted or feel like they're not accepted in this sport. And so wherever there's opportunities to speak to people that are either on the fringe or that lack awareness about the opportunities that are in golf, I'm going to be there, baby. You know, and it's, it's really that simple. I don't have any like higher arching, you know, goals in that. And I think that, you know, the things that I've experienced have all just allowed me to keep pushing down that path. And so that's the goal. Well, you are, are seriously growing the game and it's really, really awesome to see. But we're here at the 122nd U.S. Open. The Country Club, which you played a few weeks ago, they had to regrass the damn thing know, after you know, finished. I don't know if you want to call that playing, but you, you know, I, I, I was out there, I experienced it. You, you did, know? so you know the golf course as well as all these guys that are about to tee it up tomorrow. Let's get right to it. Let's get some picks from Roger Steele. Who's going to hoist this trophy come the end of the week? I don't know. It's just hard. Like you know, I think that you know, seeing how well Roy was playing last week. I think that, you know, it's very inspiring. I think that when I was out at the PJ Championship, uh, seeing the grit and determination that Justin Thomas showed getting it done. Mm, you're um, really going out on a limb here. No, Top I'm two not, favorites. Bro, bro I'm just <laughs> saying. I, I'm just saying, bro. Like, I just, I, I try to play it safe, dog. You know, I pick responsibly. I drink responsibly. I pick responsibly. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that, like, you know, and then my other thing is I always pick with my heart. Okay. I'm a big Taylor Gooch fan. Are you? Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big Taylor Gooch. I would I not have guessed that. That, 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 that kind of came out of nowhere. Where did the, where did the love for Taylor come from, bro? His last name. <laughs> <laughs> you got but, a lot of fans because hey, of hey, that. Hey, best last name. I mean, you put the I on it. You call it Gucci. That's that's a dope last name, really. But no, man. When I was first getting started, <laughs> Taylor hit me up on IG. Man, he brought me out to dinner. We was in San Diego at the uh, Farmers, and he hit me up like, "Man, I like what you're doing. I'm gonna treat you to dinner." And so, you know, I abused it. I brought a couple of my homies with me just to see if it was real. <laughs> and he paid for all of us. He got us some real expensive wine, some steaks. And ever since then, it's like he was, you know, my career was glowing up and his was glowing up. So I always thought it was a parallel between what he got going on and what I got going on. So I think if he start winning things, like my life will get better. It's kind of like an emotional, it's an emotional attachment. <laughs> all right, so you're going more free dinners. You're going Rory, JT, Taylor Gooch. Yep. How you feel about that? I like the first two. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sleep on my boy, though. Y'all sleep. All right. Well, it's time to talk a little bit more about doers. And you can golf with any set of clubs. But when you get that iron, wood, driver, or putter that's just right, it makes the whole experience so much better. The same can be said of the cocktail you choose to toast of the 122nd U.S. Open. What's it called? The looper? 
Technically, you can drink anything, but for the true golf experience, make a Dewar's Lemon Wedge, the official cocktail of the 122nd U.S. Open and Roger Steele. It's what fans and spectators are drinking on the course right now. You can make one yourself with Dewar's 12-year-old lemonade and club soda garnished with a lemon wedge with a golf tee through it. A clean one, obviously. Find the recipe on Dewar's.com, then invite your best golf buddies over to watch the U.S. Open with a cocktail that's refreshing, delicious, and just right for an afternoon of the greatest game on earth, played by the greatest players of our generation. Here's to a great moment from Dewar's, the official Scotch whiskey of the U.S. Open. Cheers, Cheers boys. Zach. Love it. Love it. What'd you think of that read? Pretty good for my boy, huh? I mean, my boy is solid. Dog. He's nice. My boy this is awesome. called a professional. Mm. <laughs> this is if what you, winning if, looks like. This oh, is what winning wait till, looks like. Wait till it sleeves his turn. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to mumble through some of these here in a minute. Hey, yo, but before I get out of here, though, yes. I got a special gift for y'all. Ooh, oh, we hello. like gifts. A new favorite guest. You're our first gift guest to bring a gift. Oh, oh hello. So we got here. We got, a, we got a custom doers cooler for y'all. Stock with some 19 for y'all. I really, you know, I really had to fight to get this for y'all. I appreciate you going out of limb a for it. A vessel cooler? Ooh, that's I'm nice. just, I'm just saying, I really fought to get this for y'all. I really hope y'all appreciate it. And I also hope y'all invite me back. You're always invited. Hey, hey, you bring gifts, you're always welcome. Yeah. Well, we We're got like, a little dude, gift for you as well. Can you lift that? You need some help lifting that? Let me get that for you real quick. Going yeah, don't go anywhere because uh, we come bearing gifts as well. Stand by. We know you like to get amongst it on the golf course. We know you like your music, too. So welcome to the best speaker in the game, Rockform Speakers. Shout out to them. If, you ever, if you're ever out on the golf course, you cannot go without this. And we made a little custom job for you here with a logo, the Birdie Juice logo. So people helping people, exchanging gifts. Roger, we thank you so much. Enjoy yourself and be responsible. God. And you know what the best news is? If you have a little bit too much doers, you forget to charge that speaker, it lasts six rounds. Y'all think It'll last you the whole 100 hole hike. Y'all think of everything, but I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to put it to the test. And make sure y'all donate too, okay? This is a nice setup. I know y'all getting paid pretty good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just, just do the right thing. Appreciate it, Roger. Roger, Roger, Roger Steele. <laughs> All right, well, that was our man, Roger Steele, who's doing incredible things for the game of golf. And obviously, we just gave him an incredible speaker sleeves, rock form. We already told him it lasts up to six rounds. Did mention the waterproof, by the way. You get a little loose with the doers, maybe mm. go over a bump. That thing still keeps on ticking. Built-in speakerphone. Also, you get out to a golf course where maybe the reception's a little bit spotty. No stress. Optional micro SD card stores up to 5,000 songs, so it can still play music if you got a bad signal. And Colt, as you know, if you want to really up the ante, you can link two of these bad boys together, and they'll hear you from outer space. And the magnet is so strong, it might open our next guest wallet, actually. Can't wait to see if that can actually happen. But Rockform also makes phone cases with built-in magnets so you can stick your phone to the golf cart. They are super protective and convenient with the magnets. Go to rockform.com. That's R-O-K-F-O-R-M.com and get 25% off using code SUBPAR. Now to type time to welcome in our next guest. He is half man, half amazing, former PGA Tour player Andres Gonzalez. Yeah. Come on in, Dre. Yes. Well, first off, Dre, you're absolutely incredible for being here. You're you're getting Facts. Into, you're getting into the broadcast world, which why are you trying to take my job? I don't think I can take your job. But I'm, I'm working radio this week. You're on that big CBS coverage. Well, you're doing an amazing job. You've been with us on Gravy in the Sleaze. You've been a guest here at Subpar. How are you liking everything? I'm having a ball. Like that whole major atmosphere and the electricity that runs around is awesome. Are you missing playing at all? Because sometimes when you first get out yes. of the game, 
People miss it. Yes. It's hard to find your niche. Yes. Are you missing yes. it? Being out there at a major championship, you played two U.S. Opens. Does part of you feel like, I want to be out here? Or are you completely checked out from it? I mean, I'm checked out right now because I haven't played in a few weeks. And you had a few I, of those, I'm, I'm watching all of these guys out there on this pretty difficult-looking course. And I don't really want to play it right now. It's going to be a very exciting and very hard golf tournament from what I've seen so far. But think about how, like, you're going to wake up tomorrow – you're not going to be nervous. You don't have to go put a tee in the ground. Might be a little hungover. You pick a microphone up and you get to go talk golf. That's what you do. Not just golf. The best players in the world golf. There you go. Well, you, you actually been around this golf course quite a few times. For the people out there that haven't been around it, i.e. me, what's it like? It's not going to be the easiest golf course. It's pretty right in front of you, but you have blind tee shots the fairways on the blind tee shots are fairly large um but it's tricky if you lay up to certain areas you're going to have some blind shots from the fairway and it's not the easiest place to actually lay up to those exact spots i'll tell you what i like from walking around and talking with some of the players like typically we've seen u.s opens you can get some rough where it's just pitch out like you hit it in the fair you hit the if in the rough, you got to pitch out 100 yards, try to get up and down from there. This week, what it looks like, A, the fairways are fairly wide. B, if you do miss the fairway, they've allowed you to get like a 7, 8 iron, something like that on it and actually hit a shot to attempt to get on the green. But if you don't pull that off, the rough around the green is, is really thick, really deep. I think chipping, pitching around the green uh, is going to be super tough. But it's not just miss a fairway, hack it out, try to get up and down. No, there's a lot of areas back behind the greens where you're really going to get in trouble. And when the greens start to firm up and start to turn that purple color and dry out, they're going to bounce out, bounce over. And there are some gnarly areas behind. There's a lot of areas up front where you can kind of chop it out. And if you can run it up and get it on the right line, you're going to be able to, yeah, exactly that, run it up onto the green. But they're narrow. You're If you're not hitting that little narrow gap, you're going to have a tough bunker shot or you're going to have a tough long rough shot up near the green in your expert opinion you know the golf Say course again. in your expert opinion yes just the golf course is just over 7200 yards which isn't that long especially with how firm it's going to play do you think this golf course favors any certain type of player i think it's going to be the second shot player i think the fairways are wide enough for a u.s open especially that guys are going to be able to hit them and the greens are very small and quite undulated. So it's going to be someone that is very good with their irons. There are going to be probably two to three long iron shots, but anybody that's hitting their mid irons great and really able to control it. There's so many different undulations in the green where you need to leave the ball below the hole. You can't miss it short-sided. You can't miss it long, long pretty much everywhere there are a few holes that get kind of weird that round out the back but for the most part the second shot player i think long iron players mid iron players are going to be the guys that are will be at the top at the end now that you're on the media side you don't got to go out there and play this monster tomorrow or the next four days do you have a score that you want to see like would you love to see a even par plus one potential winner or does it matter to you would, it, would you care if someone went out and shot 12 under and just torched it i think the course is going to give guys whatever they want i mean yes you can go out and go low do i think somebody's gonna do it no because i think that there are enough hard holes that guys aren't going to be able to really get on long runs um 
through the first four holes, I think if you can get through those at even par, you're going to be in good shape. Holes five through nine, if you can get through those, those are going to be your scoring holes midway through the round, especially on the weekend when everybody's starting on the front. But if you can get through those, the whole backside, there's hit and miss. You have the famous 17th hole. You have the Varden bunker there. That will be a key hole coming down into the weekend. But for the most part, you got to get the middle part of the round. I'll tell you this, Lee. There's a lot of guys that play that TaylorMade TP5 and TP5X that are going to be in the mix this weekend. Tell me about it, bud. I'm one of them. High bombs, low cutters, flighted wedges, flop shots to tuck pins. The beauty of golf is that in any given round, you get to play so many different types of shots. That's why you need the ball that's made to be better on every shot in golf, the TP5 and TP5X from TaylorMade. With the TP5 and TP5X, no matter what shot you're facing, you'll have the confidence to step into it and think, I love it. Stock fade? Love it. Step on a three wood? Love it. Knock it down under the wind? Love it. Whatever shot you need to pull off, the TaylorMade TP5 and 5X were made to do it better than any other ball in golf, whether we're talking about the final round of a major or a casual round with your buddies on any given Saturday. That's why players like Dustin Johnson, Roy McIlroy, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, Tommy Fleetwood, and so many other pros trust TP5 and TP5X every week. Looking for a little more feedback around the green? Both TP5 and 5X come in picks for better visual feedback around the greens and a little extra flair. So if you want to step into every shot you face and think, I love it, try the most complete ball in golf. Head to TaylorMadeGolf.com and use the promo code SUBPAR for free shipping. Get on that. Mm, TaylorMade and SUBPAR. What a team. Well done, Slice. Proud of you. Knock that out. That was a long read. You like that? Yeah. No bigs. All right. Well, let's get into some picks here from... Half man, half amazing. Because, you know, there's options, I believe, with our guys over at FanDuel where you could possibly do a little parlay. Maybe say the hometown Boston Celtics win game six tomorrow night along with the first round leader, perhaps. Yeah, here we go. Clap Maybe it up for the Celts. We got some Celts in here. There you go. Backs got, against got a little the wall. hole to dig out of. Got a little flopping going on over in Golden State. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the PGA Tour is in full swing, and the best place to tee off is on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, New customers, all of you out there, get $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up using promo code SUBPAR. FanDuel is an official betting operator of the PGA Tour, so they have all your favorite bets to choose from, like parlay in your hometown Celtics and the first-round leader, perhaps, or maybe who's going to go on to win the golf tournament. Yeah, maybe you want to throw a little Colorado Avalanche in there. Who knows? Oh. Get weird with it. You know what I mean? Sleaze has turned into a big hockey guy ever since his hometown Colorado Avalanche has made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. I've been yeah, a big hockey hard. guy. He die just bets hard. on anything because he's icing, a degenerate. Icing, cross-checking, all that. Love, love <laughs> it. Love it, dude. A lot of icing going on. All right. Well, let's get to some picks. You, uh, you had a good one last week. Mm. You had Tony Finau. You almost Damn. got there. A little runner-up finish for you. But we're on to the U.S. Open. This is major stuff here. We got a loaded field. Let's get to it. Who are we going with, boys, as a favorite to win the 122nd U.S. Open at the Country Club? I got major confidence in my pick this week, which could be scary because a lot of times that backfires and backfires very badly. But I got a guy that I've loved. I've got him pegged for this week for a long time. I'm going out here, and I honestly think his odds are pretty pretty high given the caliber of player he is. I'm going Patrick Cantlay. Sitting at 24 to 1 on FanDuel right now. His last four finishes, second, first at the Zurich, MC at the PGA. Don't worry about that. Third at Memorial. Took a little time off. Talked about how he loves his game heading into this week. Loved where it's at. Took He's a just whole a week perfect <laughs> US Open guy. Like he never gets too up, never gets too down. A to B, just flatlined the entire time. I love Cantlay, especially at 24 to 1. 
You're the there guest. You I would have, I would have let you go first. It. That's all the picks we need. You're the guest. It's done. I'll go. I like I like that pick. I don't think Patrick Cantley is ever a bad pick. He's long. He can putt it. He can short game it. He can wedge it. Yeah, boring. A lot so, like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> not. That's why I'm holding a microphone in my hand. Um I'm a Matthew Fitzpatrick guy this mm. week. I think that he's doing fairly nicely. He's putting it well. He's driving it well. I'm doing all the same things that you are. Uh, he has a little bit of history here, winning the USAM in 2013. And so I'm thinking that he's going to repeat. Wow. Back-to-back wow. back at Brookline for the back kid. Also, he plays his best golf. The tougher the golf course, the more of a factor Matt Fitzpatrick is. Yeah, it's starting to play firmer, faster. I got a little bit bird in my ear saying that they're only watering the rough. They are not watering the fairways. They're not watering the greens. Mm. So just rough, and he's hitting the ball fairly straight. Not only that, he's picked up some distance over the last little bit. So when he has wedges in his hand, which he will because it's firming up and he's hitting fairways, he's going to make birdies. Only Rory McIlroy gained more strokes off the tee last week than Matt Fitzpatrick. He's like fifth overall in strokes gained. He's super, super solid. Thanks for selling my pick. My only worry is that he puts a little (laughs) bit too much pressure on himself this week knowing He's got the course history. He's staying at the same family's house that he did when he won the 2013 USAM. But, hey, I really, really like the pick. For my favorite, I'm going right around that same area. A guy who's a ball-striking machine. He's ranked 14th in the world. Finished top 10 in his last four majors, I believe. Mm. He let me down last year at the U.S. Open, so he's going to make it, make it up to me this year. He's going off at 27-1. to 1, Will Zalatoris. Love Willie Z. Close at the PGA, damn, I mean, super close at the PGA. Putter, a little bit iffy, but from tee to green, can't get any better. Iffy for the first two days or iffy, for, like, just looking at the video? The closer it gets to the hole, the less I want to watch the video. I'm not worried about it, dude. He puts good at Augusta. He's putted good enough. Some He's recent fine. video of that putting stroke, it is looking a lot, lot better. And no one, maybe Justin Thomas is the only guy that hits his irons better than Will Zalatoris. It's automatic. Dita Green, he's a beast. That's why every major championship this young in his career, he's, he's had so many top tens right See, off the and jump. You can, you can call me crazy, but I will. you know, look at Southern Hills, right? I thought it was decently generous off the tee, which is what y'all said it this is here. The green's pretty severe, sloped back to front. A lot like the country club here. I can see some similarities. And these are tinier. These are way smaller greens. These are tiny greens. It'd even be harder better. to hit them, even better for him. And if you hit the center of the green, it's hard to have more than 30 feet on a lot of them. So much of it, too, when it takes the driver and the three-wood out of your hand, you have to play for position, and you get the ball in position. You have to be able to capitalize on it. And his irons are, like I said, you need to be able to play irons well from the fairway especially because once you hit the fairway that's the only way you're gonna be able to score by the way I'm, it, I'm, i just want to let you know i'm proud of you though because our first guest roger Steele, comes on here and we're like who do you like uh he goes roy mcelroy justin thomas top two betting S- sprinkle favorites. in a little john rom because i'm feeling weird yeah. <laughs> all right well, let's get to some some dark horses, yeah, I got some guys e. that can make some noise and make you guys some money out there we already did our favorite bets of the week Mine we was did. Xander Shoffley to top 10 at plus 150. I got You're Sam still Burns. trying to get on that board. I got to get a dub. I, I mean, mean Wyndham Cam- really screwed me the first week when he limped home with me on the bag. That really just set the precedent. I got to bet on my horse if I'm on the bag for him. And then he just you went kinda- Cam Champ to top 40. I thought that was safe. Are you going Sam Burns to finish? Sam Burns to complete <laughs> at least 36 holes. Perfect. Sam Burns to top Even 20. Money. 
Sam Burns top 20. That's plus that's 115, Lock, I think. Lock City, and you're getting plus money on it. That's a sleazy guarantee. All right. Well, you got yeah. some ground to make up versus me, but let's go through the dark horses. I'll start off a man who's been playing some incredible golf, had a chance at Colonial, and kind of struggled down the stretch, which gives me a little bit of concern. But his odds right now are on FanDuel 70 to 1. Well, I'll let y'all know right now, I bet it yesterday when he was 80 to 1. So I got a little better action, but still 70 to 1. Davis Riley. Woo, the man is playing some great golf, ball striking machine. Wouldn't be surprised if his first win's a major. He's so good. So good. I actually got to see him up close and personal with Wyndham. I think he was, Wyndham was distracted by how good Davis Riley was hitting. So he should have won. That's a four shot penalty. I raked a few of his bunkers, by the way. Shout out to me for doing that. But uh, he is auto. He reminds me so Max, so much of Max Homa. Uh, they look similar. They swing similar. And it's just Tita Green. I was like, wow, this kid is there's nothing missing. When he first came out of Alabama, I was chasing Monday qualifiers and I met this guy and I'm like, wow, you're different. I couldn't believe how good this kid was. He hit it both ways. He hit it high, he hit it low. He putted it nice. Everything he did, he came from Alabama, Roll Tide, not my favorite school, but maybe the coolest thing in college sports, Roll Tide. And just roll tide. I'm not... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that was my dark horse. I mean, if we're talking oh, dark really? horse at 71, yeah, but I'm going to give you a different one because you took mine, and it's going to be a super dark horse, and it's going to be Kevin Kisner, the Bulldog from Georgia. Oh, wow. He is at 280 to 1. So uh, when hello. this hits, I'll bet damn near anything at 280 to 1. There's not a lot I won't bet. All right, well, then you might as well take Kevin Kisner because he's a – absolute ball striker it's a course where it's gonna make a lot of guys not really bring a, be able to bring out driver on every single hole they're gonna be able to get the ball in play which is what he does you're gonna have to hit solid irons which is what he does and when he gets fast screens he puts the lights out of it so kevin kisser is my dark so horse at 280 answer me this if you were booking it what would you think his odds should be like a even money? No, like fifteen hundred to one. If I <laughs> oh, you want to pay? If you were oh, oh if, if other I'm people were betting, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So if I'm booking it, no, even money, <laughs> even money, perfect. Yeah. Got it. Okay, that's even money, guys. And that's a really good bet. We're from two eighty to, to, to one. To one. Money. All right, all right, Sleeze. So well, got? I thought I had a dark horse, but it's not two hundred eighty to one, so he doesn't feel that dark anymore. But his name's Abraham Answer. He's going off at a smooth ninety to one. I don't want to regurgitate the same things we said about everybody, but he drives it straight. He's a great iron player. He's really. <laughs> Clearly a really good player. So never had a lesson. 90 Everybody here He's also really good in firm, fast conditions, which is what we're going to see out here this week. I think 90 to 1 is enough to roll a little piece, a uh, little sprinkle on Abe Answer. All right. Well, if you haven't tried FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. Just join with promo code SUBPAR and turn $5 into $200 in free bets, win or lose, exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Must be 21 years older. You know the whole rest of the deal. Yeah. And be responsible. We got to get a former PGA Tour player's thoughts on the Live Tour. I mean, that's obviously a lot of the talk going on around right around now. Yeah, so happy to be here for this. <laughs> Go. All right, what Give do you it think? to us. Yes, are you, a, are you a fan of what it's doing for the game of golf, or no, you hate it? No, I don't like it one bit. I love the PGA Tour, and I... That's what I dreamed wow. of playing. That's how I got my start. I got it through Q School, the PGA Tour. I think it's... I, I, I don't blame any of my friends for understanding and and seeing that they have this life-changing opportunity but at the same time i don't think it's good for golf 
That's the corporate answer. You've gone, gone full corporate. corporate. Thank you. Hit all the talking points in that one right there. It's a you're scary me, issue for me right, right now. Hypothetical. You rewind your last year on the PJ Tour. All of a sudden, they float a big number out in front of you. Are you considering it or are you just, nah, I'm not I, in no matter I what? I think that as a financially responsible person, you'd be, you, you have to consider it. I don't think, I don't hate on anyone for taking the money. I just don't like what the tour is. It's an exhibition. It's 48 guys, 54 holes, no cut. It's not real tournament golf. These guys, they're not going to have the adrenaline. They're not going to have the nerves they do trying to win a U.S. Open, trying to win the Memorial or anything like that. But when you get nine figures thrown at you, it's pretty damn tough to turn it down. Yeah, I haven't been in that situation. I haven't had it. And if it was put in my situation, I don't know. Would you be sitting here with us right now? I mean, I'd at least be talking to you because I love you guys. But I, I think that it's I, – I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I think I'm trying to get employed and stay employed, and so uh, I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Hate. Yeah, that's pretty much it. How many Do you guys – I love the PGA Tour. Okay. Do you expect more guys, the dominoes, to keep falling? We've heard some new names, Bryce DeChambeau, Patrick Reed. They're the latest two to be confirmed over there. Pat Perez Pat also Perez, joining which them we will as get well. Into at some point. Which, by the way, we might need to have him back on and say, hey, bud, remember, remember 90 days ago? <laughs> you want to watch on this thing? And all of a sudden, you changed a little bit. You think the dominoes keep falling and higher-ranked guys keep coming to this thing or, or no? I don't, I don't know that. I know that. You're who, an opinionated Dre, this guy. Is an interview. I'm, so, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> this isn't right the now. view, dude. This is golf talk. Yeah, getting ready to work for uh, PGA Tour Live, and I love my job. I love PGA Tour Live. And I can't live. wait to call shots. There might be a live live. We're coming here at the soon. U.S. Open. I don't want to talk about live golf. Okay, fair All right. Well, the Save 122nd the U.S. Open is going to be incredible. We can open it up for some questions if anybody has any. If not, it's been an incredible week. Can't wait to see who wins. <laughs> Hell of a run. Yeah. yeah. Do we have any questions? Oh, yeah. Yes. Best question, which will be not at Dre's discrepancy because he doesn't like to give answers or decisions, gets a rock form birdie juice speaker. Not Jason Adele. Right here. Up for grabs. Best question. Any topic, by the way. Feel free to stray from golf. Dre is a wealth of knowledge in many areas. Oh, this ought to be intelligent. Right here, guys. Up for grabs. On the house, by the way. Oh, here we go. Ooh. Well, that's a question for these two. I've been here for about 12 minutes. I'll tell you this right now. I've, I think I've gone about a year without having a hot dog. And <laughs> as it stands right now, my last three meals of actual food have been three hot dogs. But three, at three Fenway glizzies. Park. Fenway Park at glizzy. Fenway Park. Uh, Brookline Mass glizzy. And then another Brookline Mass glizzy this morning. So I'm three. my last three real meals have been hot dogs, not counting the piece of pizza that I stole off the bar last night. <laughs> Yeah. That doesn't count. That was a snack, not a meal. I mean, I had a I had a dog also, but I also had a lobster roll at the uh, at the park last night. It was quite delightful. I'm sure there are better places than Fenway Park to grab a lobster roll. Maybe there aren't. Maybe I don't know. I saw the bottom but, of Rory McIlroy's shoes this week say lobster. Those are hot. Well, that's pretty sick. I like that. Don't you have a friend that's a member of Brookline named Lobster? Is a fish his government name is not lobster, but that's what we call him. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Maine. All right. Well, right now Perfect. you're winning the Great speaker. question. Leader in the clubhouse <laughs> with the food question. Beautiful. Yeah. You're on. Oh, jump on in, guys. The water's topics. warm. Claire, the water's Claire warm. Raised her oh, hand. here we go. Here we go. She's going to win regardless. Yeah. 
What's two plus two? Here you go. This is like Greg Trias. We're never doing anything with him. He wins. Fire away. Oh, God. Know your environment, boys. Know your surroundings. Nah, Warriors. Celtics. Warriors, I'm leaving in the morning. (laughs) Celts in seven. Celts in seven. Absolutely. What am I going to say? Yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? I'll take I'll, this. I'll just let you win that because I don't. You got your green on. Your favorite colors. We have green, enough by obnoxious yeah. Warriors fans in Scottsdale that I don't need any more of them. Everybody knows I'm a Celtics guy. You've always been. hi. Hello. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Here we go. This is gonna really test our course knowledge here. Do <laughs> um, you have the, your yardage? Book? I know what the range looks like. <laughs> That's all I've got. Um, I think number four hardest, four ninety five par four. Um, tricky if you miss the fairway. I'll say that's gonna play up there in terms of difficulty. In terms of watching, we had some we had some people talk to us the other day and say uh, later in the rounds, like 16, 17, 18, the closing holes. There's some good spots to kind of post up and watch out there. I haven't personally been to those stands or those grandstands, but. Um, I'll go with the closing stretch, final answer. The guy who's been here since Sunday. Okay, I gave us number answer. four out there. I gave number four hardest hole. Yeah. Four, I mean, how do you say it's the hardest hole? They haven't even started fucking playing yet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, four, four is tough. It's, a, it's, a, it's long. You can't see the fairway. I agree with that. I think that number 10 is going to be tough because downwind, they're going to want to hit three wood off the tee. It's kind of a blind tee shot. There's a creek in front. Uh, like splitting the fairway that is, I don't know, 320 yards. So if it's downwind, they're going to want to hit three wood and you have to cover some rocks or like a little 15 foot cliff in the middle of the fairway. And if you don't cover it, there's, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to see some guys in there. And then if it's down or sorry, if it's into the wind, they may hit driver. And I, I just still don't know what's going to happen there. Like I'll say, I haven't played it, but it looks not that fun. I be, I believe one of the best spots could be, I think, number five, which is 310, the drivable par four. Um, that's going to be a great spot. You're going to see a lot of action. It's going to play drivable every single day, which is very rare at a major championship. So I'd post right up there and see a bunch of birdies and eagles. Uh, as far as best place to stand, uh, back behind eight, you can see nine tee box. You can also see 14, I believe, the par five. You can see the green there. I'm not sure where all the stands sit or how they lay or how they're angled, but like right in that area, there's a lot of different action. You can also see the drive on 15. Uh, you may have to move a little bit, but you're probably not going to have to move more than like 10 yards. Yes. Very descriptive. You very you're ready much. for your serious XM job. I'm so ready. Very you descriptive. Ready. I took so many notes today. Four pages. Someone asked Dre about the live tour. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Someone asked Dre about the live tour. I don't like Ask any of Dre that. his favorite bar at Turtle Bay. <laughs> like, what do you mean it's by bringing it short. back? Yeah. I'll go. It's yeah. like the original design, correct? Yeah. Played so it from the original. Yeah, we, he's going to play super short. We had a media meeting today, and I think that the longest that it's going to play is 140 max. And one of the days they were saying that it's going to play in double digits. So it's going to play like 99 or 97 or something like that. I don't know. But it's going to be super cool. I think it's fun when you bring any kind of short hole that brings every single person into play. And it's just going to take that skill set 
uh, of what's gonna what it's gonna take. I'm I'm guessing that they'll probably put a back pin there, so like guys that are gonna want to hit short shots and short irons. Uh, if they're hitting it to there, it's gonna be ripping back, so they're gonna have to club down and hit something that is not. I mean, that's just my guess. I think that they're, when they play it at a double digit number, that they're going to just put the pin all the way back and see who can control their spin the most. Well, I think wherever wherever the pin is the hardest is where they're going to play it that day. Yeah. But if you look at every par three in the world, every great par three in the world, none of them are crazy long. I mean, all the best ones are short. I think this is an awesome decision. You know, if you tuck the pin, you can make birdie, but you can also make a big number, which I think is very exciting. I hope more major championships look at this and, and start doing the same thing. I think we've gotten too far away from short part threes, and it's like, hey, we need these guys to hit a four iron or a five iron or a three iron or whatever to make it a hard hole. I don't think you necessarily have to. I love the short part threes. I think they're great drama, and I, I'm anxious to see where they put the pin that day because I think they'll make it accessible, but also obviously with a lot of risk if it's playing 90-something yards. But great Good decision. question. Yeah, great decision. Yes. Fine, sir. Oh, that's a good question. Is there a song called I Don't Want to Go Home on Friday? <laughs> or Pack My Bags? <laughs> We're out of here. I played one U.S. Open. I played at the Olympic Club in 2012, and it didn't go too well. My preparation also was not very good. I was, uh, I was an alternate coming out of Columbus and didn't think I had a chance to get in. So I was in Las Vegas when I found out that I was going to be in the U.S. Open the next week. You didn't call me. You were probably in the U.S. Open already. Not, not that one. Yeah, so I found out no. actually heading to the airport rather hungover that I was going to be playing in the U.S. Open in the coming days. So, yeah, I, uh, my bags got packed Monday and packed again on Friday. So what song? What song, <laughs> what song is that? Anything that says pack my bags or I don't want to go home. I don't and, know. Answer the question. That wasn't anything. Uh, I'll, I'll just skip you. Uh, mine's gonna be an instrumental. It's gonna be Looney's Five on it because I want to come in relaxed and uh, <laughs> try try to make sure that I'm making tweets. And you're gonna make a lot of fives. Yeah, tweets. most likely. Yeah, par sixes. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. I would go um, anything by Whitney Houston. My go to my go to artist on the course. She gets me super dialed and correct. She so makes tweets. Anything by Whitney. I will always love you. You, you want to dance? We with are somebody? the children. That's a good song. Good message, by the way. Roger Steele knows about that. So correct. anything by Whitney. Good question. I like it. Very good question. Hello, good sir. Greetings. Well, I mean, I'll be honest, golf's way easier on the broadcasting side. Um, it's It's incredible to watch these guys play golf. For me, you know, I mean, I just I think I'm kind of trying to bring who I am to the broadcast, whether it's just have fun, share some inside information and stuff like that. But it's awesome to watch these guys play. It's it's crazy standing back and thinking, like, I can't believe I tried to play against those guys for a living because they're so good and they just continue to get better. Yeah, I think it's just like, you know, whether you're on the broadcast or an analyst talking about it, I think you just have an understanding of how difficult it is, what these guys are doing out there, how good they are. And I think sometimes guys that are further removed from the game can be a little maybe overly critical you know or like things were this way back then so they were better and then now they're this way and it stinks guys hit it too far I, I think it's just you have an appreciation for 
just how good those guys are because you've, you've tried to play against them you've tried to beat them for years and then here they are out here and i think you just being in the arena in some aspect is a, a huge um a huge asset in terms of like analyzing and evaluating the play that's going on on the course and my answer would be yes i i think that it's very easy to compare yourself to these guys when you have played at the highest level it's hard to say that you've lost that and so like a little bit of that is the inner battle of saying that ah, i'm not playing at that level anymore but at the same time like you take over and like the competitive aspect of what everybody's doing as far as media and commentating there's still like a little competitive aspect of that as well it just like there is in every uh business and every path that anybody takes you're trying to be as good as you can and and, and try to improve each day i'll say this like as far as you know one thing that feels the same from playing to broadcasting like in big moments my adrenaline still gets going even when i'm talking like when i was in the playoff with justin thomas and will zalatoris like i was nervous i was excited like it was it was a huge moment and i'm sure they were way more nervous than i was but it was still cool to feel like some adrenaline and excitement talking about it good question thank you anyone else well, I think speaker on the line here. Well, first Anything? off, thank you to everyone for coming out. This has been absolutely incredible. I think we can all agree. I mean, there's only one question that deserves a rock form speaker, and it's the guy that asked about music. Yeah, I mean, that's right to our hearts I mean, here. Right to our hearts. If you're going to ask about Great music, you need a new speaker. You, sir, are the winner. Congratulations. First Super off, thank strong, you all man. for coming out. Bar ever this has been awesome. You got it, buddy. Play Whitney as loud as humanly awesome. possible on that bad boy. Set course right. Thank you all for coming out. Enjoy the U.S. Open. <laughs>